What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Mentally Gone Daily. We have revamped our logo, as you can probably tell. Uh, we decided to create a brand new logo that is specifically dedicated for this show because we want to treat this as its own thing. So aside from the conspiracy heavy weekly podcast, which we will be recording today and this time we actually mean it, we will have this daily show that will be its own living organism kind of. This is episode number 12. Today is December, not December. Today's January 16th and sitting across from me is, drum roll please. All the way from Walt Disney World, we have Donald the freaking duck. <laughs> Donald, oh, yeah. it's a pleasure to have you here today. Oh no, Donald can't say more oh, words you gotta at speak, this moment. Donald, Donald. I'm, I'm here speaking on behalf of Build Donald. that wall. <laughs> Donald. <laughs> oh, that you think you got the wrong Donald. Oh, I think I, I think I booked the wrong <laughs> guest, guys. Uh, apologies, I got the wrong Donald. Yeah, wrong, wrong Donald. Wrong. I was one. thinking about Donald Trump. Yeah, this one is the. This is the Donald. Oh boy, yeah, very nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is Mickey's best friend. All right, guys, uh, we are excited this week. Actually, um, actually, we are excited because we plan on actually being consistent this week. Yes. And we are really disciplining ourselves. So there's no escape today. Like both of us have to sit down and do the video podcast. Ugh, no, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> we, we have this tendency to just create excuses and then just tell ourselves and to tell each other that like, oh, like it's already too late um, in the day and we should just do it tomorrow. And then we start yawning on the podcast just like she's doing now. <laughs> and it just gets to a point where we don't get anything done because we become our own biggest enemies, you know, in this um, battle towards momentum. Yeah. And when you have to listen to Callie talk all day. Yeah, it's, it's horrible experience. I'll you, tell you. You just want to yawn. I'll That's tell you. It. It's a horrible experience. I'll tell you. It makes you sleep. Um, we are excited to announce that for these uh, daily episodes, we will be finally getting to uh reacting and listening to voicemails wow and i just realized that i never am prepared to have the actual number that we use for our voicemails which is horrible uh, it, i found it here already nine oh no you already got it wrong 201 yeah 908 no what no is it? What actually is it? actually it's 201 890-2907. I knew it had eight and nine. That's 201-890-2907. You guys can also find it. Um, if you're on Spotify, you can just scroll down and you'll find a little information box that basically just states that you guys could call us and leave a voicemail. Yes. Uh, so do you want to kick off? Let's go. All right. So this is actually fun to me because although we'll also be... You know, like talking about different topics and just basically going off topic um, on these daily episodes. It, it, like, it'll be fun to interact with with um, listeners out there who actually listen to podcasts and want to, you know, talk to us directly. So this is like the best way for you to talk directly to us. Yeah. As if we were like communicating in person, basically. Like, this is the closest we could do. Yeah, for now. For Eventually, now. we'll do like invites and call-ins and stuff. Yeah, video conferences. Yep. Okay, so let's start with this one. Um, it was sent to us on December 7th of 2022. Let's start it off. Hey, Callie, my name is Kim. From a, I believe you're from Jersey with the 201 number. I'm a former Jersey girl. Just wanted to say your content 
Gabrielle's is amazing. I just discovered you and your podcast. Keep up the good work. You you have a great radio voice, and both of you, and your banter back and forth is great. Even the burps. Don't get nervous because you got this. It's pretty good. Good stuff. And just wanted to tell you that and to have a nice day. And, um, yes, you speak eloquently and convey your thoughts with, um, I'm trying to think of the good word now, and I can't. But just from a fellow Jersey girl to fellow Jersey friends, have a great day and keep up the good content. Love it. Bye. All right. Thank you. Wow. She said we have a great radio voice, which I don't don't think that that's the case at all. I don't I don't like my voice. <laughs> you know what's crazy guys is that um you won't realize it until you've gone through the experience of putting on headphones and speaking into a microphone and then hearing yourself in those yeah, yeah. in those headphones. The instant feedback, it's such a trippy experience because it kind of like enhances your voice, but if you are prone to disliking how you sound then yeah. it, it like enhances it in the worst way possible you know which is my case but i'm i'm actually surprised when whenever people say that you have like a soothing I, voice yeah that i have a nice voice or because i don't i don't see it i feel like i i feel like when i'm older i'm gonna have this the smoker voice yeah. you know i'm gonna give be me a pack of cigarettes over there i'm gonna be like give me the new ports <laughs> talking to talking to you all old aged which, which, speaking of packs of cigarettes, you you recently walked into a gas station, huh? Oh wait, <laughs> hold on, just don't don't mention you yeah, know who. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay. You you, <laughs> we could just skip over it. No, no, that's okay. But I did go. <laughs> I went to buy a pack of cigarettes. Not for herself. Not for myself. And I, guys, I wear pajamas everywhere I go, and. I went into the, it was a Wawa, and I asked, I was like, can I get a pack of Newport Lights? Mm -hmm. And everyone in front of me, there was like three people in front of me that also got a pack of cigarettes, and none of them were carded. None of them. Like, the guy just grabbed their thing, they paid, and they left. And I was like, a pack of Newport Lights. And then he was like, he was even like all like hesitant and suspicious and he's like little girl uh, where can are your I, parents he's like can i see your id and then like in that tone too like can i see your id and i'm like sure go yeah. ahead i literally just turned 23 right. like come on now <laughs> but here you go and it's funny because i told her that next time she sh- she should just walk in there and be like Hey, can I get a box? Yeah, can I get can a I get a box of Newports <laughs> over there? I'll use my smoker voice and then we'll because you got to talk like that. But it is interesting though, like getting carded. For example, we recently went to Best Buy and we picked up two films. We picked up Everything Everywhere at Once and The Batman. Mm. And for The Batman, apparently Best Buy has to check your ID yeah. because it's rated R or any game that you get, it's just policy. And I have a full-fledged beard and, and, the and guy, I look at least 30, you know? And the guy still asked for your ID. Right, and I and I had to present my ID. And he even like jokingly like tried to play it off because it's not his fault, obviously. Yeah, it's policy. But he just chuckled into like, I'm sorry, dude, I got to check your ID, you know? And it's just the Batman, which I've watched already. Yeah. In theaters. And they didn't check my ID in theaters, which is funny, right? 
I mean, when I was 17 or 16 going to movie theaters, I wasn't getting ID'd either for those rated R's. Oh, I would get ID'd. Really? Yeah, to a point where... I don't know where, why I would get away with that. To a point where if I was going out with my cousins, for example, they usually would get one of their friend's mothers to tag along and to be the legal guardian for everybody. Really? Yeah, because if we didn't have one, then we would have to. Well, we would also find ways around it where we would um, get tickets to like a PG-13 film. And then while we were walking in, we we would sneak into like the movie that we actually wanted to watch. Wow, that's but, so come on. But <laughs> but we would do it like um, 20 or 10 minutes in, like um, at a special window where people already got their seats and then whichever empty seat is empty you know and yeah. then if anybody walked in and said like oh like you're in my seat we would just apologize and like pretend that we were confused and then we would just like hop to the that, next available that, seats that seems like so much work for no, me no actually it's super it's at super that doable. rate i'm like streaming the movie illegally oh. <laughs> it's not even illegally <laughs> is it illegal you guys know those streaming websites that yeah, have like all the those. movies yeah literally every like even the theater ones and it starts out like in cam form and then and then like a week or two later it'll be in hd or something yeah. already well maybe not a week but like two or three weeks later it's like on it's hd like i'll just wait we definitely do not use those websites um yeah. we are just aware of them and we just want to acknowledge the no, fact I that know. those movies uh do get <laughs> pirated yeah i know i'm just but saying you know like those things exist you right. know if i was that desperate to see a movie which and, I, I think i can wait and i don't know how many of you guys are familiar with like third world countries but the economy there for um new like new movies that are released in movie theaters um in brazil which i lived there for like six to seven years i forget but they have these um, vendors that are very similar to those. Um, I don't think it's racist to say that they were Asian ladies, but usually in Jersey, like they were almost always Asian ladies who would walk into like restaurants and you were eating yeah. and they would say like CD, DVD, CD, DVD. Yeah. And then they would show you like a bunch of pirated films and then, <laughs> and then CD, DVD movie, CD, DVD movie. And then you, you would be like, no, thank you. I'm no, my meal you, here. you know, my, I would buy them. My mom would be like, which ones you got? <laughs> yeah. And, and, <laughs> and usually it's like a hit or miss because a lot of the times it's just like cam held like horrible yeah, quality some of them were cam yeah but to my point is that in brazil like there's a very prominent market to this day where people actually buy those um from those people so you you could find them everywhere you know just yeah pirated films but but some sometimes they had some good some good hits for the low low price yeah, Shoot, yeah. we took that quality. home um, so, oh yeah. I on. wanted to lastly comment on Kim's voicemail before we like skip over it. Me too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that like I really, I like I really appreciate the, those kind of messages because four you four know, four by the way. It's part of what like the big reason why we do this is to somehow like relate it to people or um like reach people in some way that i don't know that has like some impact on them yeah to me it's to always try to bring value so even if it's like entertainment even if it's um uh what do they call those like um poop uh poop entertainment it's like 
it's just like shit humor and stuff because because one of my favorite podcasts to listen to just so happens to be very focused on pooping um just like uh, like obscene inappropriate jokes coming your mom's house your mom's house by tom segura and christina pajinski they're both great comedians and i'm i'm a huge fan i've been listening for years but my point being is that however we can bring value that's our main goal and that's our only goal is like if you guys find this entertaining if you guys find this amusing if you guys find this funny if you guys find this repulsive um, if it generates some form of reaction in your inner being and it makes you form an opinion about us, then that in of itself is already an interaction that makes this worth it, you know? And yeah. I feel like that should be applied to everything that anyone creates. And just to have someone call in, you know, take that time to call in. And it also takes courage, by the way, because I've listened to a lot of podcasts in my life. And a lot of them have that option of like, oh, like you can call and like leave a voicemail, but I've never had the guts to actually pick do up the phone yourself. and do it. Yeah. Yeah. So to have people actually call in, like that takes a lot of guts. Yeah. Props to props to everyone that does. And yeah. the last thing I wanted to say um, was that I found it like funny that she mentioned your burps. Right. Right. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. I, I was going to say that, you know, another part of like what makes this podcast fun is like, um, having these little these little nuances these little um inside looks into us like who we really are and stuff and yeah. what makes us us and what makes us who makes what makes Callie Callie and what makes me me yeah because my goal is to eventually talk like this and be a professional <laughs> no, podcaster no and your goal you could be you could join a burping competition or something right, right. a contest through the abc's or something which is a fun concept like just like you said, to me, it's going to be fun looking back 10 years from now, 20 years from now, and then just seeing that these these little intricacies and these little characteristics that define us and like give us personality and just make us unique as podcasters, as content creators, or whatever label you want to put on us, I feel like them getting not only acknowledged, but them getting accepted is a huge win for me personally, because in my head, like being a very self-critical person, I will always assume the worst when it comes to how I'm interpreted or assimilated by others and how people perceive me. And so whenever somebody says that it's like actually funny, it's it's actually cool, it's um actually valid, you interesting, know. Interesting, yeah. Yeah, interesting. Then that makes me feel good about myself. And then, you know, because just now I muted my mic to <laughs> do burp. one of those burps, you know, because I'm trying to like create that practice of muting it. But every now and then it's gonna slip. Hey, you might as well do it. Might no well sh- do no it. shame, right? Which which speaking Better of Better out than in. That's I always what say. I always say. That's what Shrek said. Um, but to your point, um, and speaking of your mom's house podcast, just really quick, um, a funny antidote is it antidote or antidote anecdote anecdote yeah antidote is uh is a medical cure yeah Yeah. so a a funny anecdote is that your mom's house podcast they tried introducing a fart mic which is literally a microphone that whenever christina or tom felt the urge to oh you told me about this but it was mainly christina though and then she would just get the microphone put it towards her butt and just let it rip even with a guest present 
Yeah, I can imagine that probably makes some guests like super uncomfortable. Super uncomfortable, which is why I think that they discontinued that idea. <laughs> and Tom was getting legitimately disgusted by Christina. But but to but to this day, she burps proudly, like she outwardly yeah, burps. Yeah. Um, they're constantly drinking water and like drinking coffee and drinking, you know, and Tom burps too. And it just adds to that ethos, you know, it's like just just two people who don't care, who don't give a shit about what other people think about them. They're just having the time of their lives, having fun, you know, like she doesn't give a fuck. And yeah. like that's the vibe that that she gives off to me at least. And I highly respect her for that. You know, like I just think it's badass. Like she's a badass person. I I like from the few episodes that I watch, like I genuinely enjoy her vibe. Like she has like such a yeah, high like, energy, like upbeat attitude. She's fun. Yeah. She's sarcastic. She's like very intelligent. Very smart too. Like she yeah. studied philosophy at Oxford yeah. in England. I just really like her vibe, honestly. Like she's probably one of the few like celebrities, quote unquote, that I, you know, that I'm like actually that I find admirable, you know, that I'm like, oh. Yeah. Except I will say, okay, I do oh, want to make a but, comment. A big butt. No, cuz her comedy special on on Netflix, I think it was, it was a little It was all right, yeah. I think I'm not well cuz I I guess I guess it was like a lot of mom jokes and I'm not a mom yet. And yeah. maybe I'm too young. Maybe when I'm in my 30s or 40s, I'll like find it a little more humorous. Because that's the problem with comedy, right? Is that the comedian can only talk about what they know. Yeah. And she constantly says on her own podcast that her whole life has just been about being a mom because she's been ha like they've had back to back kids essentially at a very young age. So it's back to back pregnancies. It's um, living at home and just taking care of the kids. Tom is always touring. And their podcast is literally your mom's house. Right, right. <laughs> and and Tom is always like touring and just, um, you know, like making that bread. And so like I can understand that the same applies to when comedians are very heavy on like airport jokes and just um because like that's their life. It's just constantly traveling, mm -hmm. being in airports, being on planes. And so they try their best to relate as much as they can to the general population, which in this case is going to an airport. Like they can't say, for example, oh, um, you know, I hate when this happens whenever I go to dinner with Joe Rogan or Dave Chappelle. You know, I hate when Chris Rock uh, <laughs> uses his left hand to cut the steak. Like, oh, that that's my pet peeve. Don't you guys agree? And then people are like, yeah, like I also hate it when Chris Rock does that yeah. whenever he invites me to dinner, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they they have to make it relatable, which is what's interesting. But one comment that I, that, that I do want to say is that um, I recently watched the Netflix special. I, th I think it was on Netflix uh, for Andrew Santino. And he's another great example of just how crazy it is when you see like when you hear someone who's genuinely funny for a long time and you consume their podcasts and you consume their um, more casual medium of expression. He's hilarious on this podcast. Really? Like there are episodes, especially when the guest is at the same <clears throat> wavelength as he is, he'll just back to back like firing just making oh, me like laugh out loud you i know? think i heard one with a um, female guest who she was like was it was it on his podcast that she was like talking about like stds and stuff maybe probably yeah i don't know i might be wrong i don't know 
But she was like talking about, I just know that there was one part where she was like describing like chlamydia. Right, right. And she was like, you know, use whatever you can to like itch it and stuff. And and he was like so disturbed, but like laughing at it. I don't know if it was him or if it was Joe Rogan. I don't know. I just love his vibe on his podcast. But, But to my point, it doesn't necessarily translate as well when it comes to his comedy special because I feel like his comedy special is more kind of like organized and kind of um, suited and just kind of very tidy, Mm. which takes away from who he is as a person. Like he's a person that just will improvise off of fucked up scenarios, you know, like on his podcast with his guests, talk about, you know, kids with cancer getting killed or whatever. It's like, it's like super hyper dark, but then when he's on stage, it just doesn't translate. And another person is Theo Vaughn, who's hilarious on his podcast, makes me laugh all the time. Whenever he goes on anybody's podcast, he's the most funny person ever. Yeah. But when like his comedy special just wasn't funny, like it didn't make me laugh at all. You know what? And I feel sad for these people because I'm like, I'm a fan of them, you know? You you know whose podcast is, is funny and their comedy is funny? Who? Who? Whose podcast is funny and their comedy is funny. Like I can laugh throughout their podcast and I can laugh at like I'll definitely laugh at their comedy. You? Yeah. Andrew. No. No. There's only one. Joe Rogan? No. Tom Segura? No. Bill Burr. Bill Burr. Yes, yes. Lady. Lady. (laughs) You got to put the mic away. Lady. Lady. (laughs) Lady. I don't know how he does it so well. That's right. Bill Burr is a great example, but he's one of the goats, right? Like he's one of the, Bill, the greatest of guys, all time. Bill Burr is my favorite. So Bill Burr, if you're watching this. <laughs> She's going to like profess her no. love to, to the 60 year old no. man. 60? Uh, 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 no, how, he's not. How old is Bill Burr? How Let's old see. is he? He's not 60. Didn't he just have a kid recently? Which I don't know how that happens, by the way. How? He's an old guy. You don't have to be that young. Andrew Santino recently said on his podcast that him and his wife have been trying to have a kid. And they can't. And they're trying everything they can because they have to even like schedule to like the like down to the exact ovulation day. Yeah, like down to the the exact minute to like do the deed in in order to increase the probabilities. But he's saying that he's having trouble. (laughs) Hey, and it's hey, Wilbur seems like the kind of guy that has like the fighters, man. Like the, <laughs> that has the those, strong um, sperm. Those um active hitters. He does because he's like so aggressive. Like for some reason, yeah. he must have a lot of testosterone. That's a great <laughs> observation, actually. He was like telling a story about his dog and then saying that whenever he's like watching sports or something on the TV <laughs> and he's like yelling, his dog's in the corner like, yeah, yeah rah, rah, like yeah, going like, with him, like, you know, getting like all riled up. TV. Yeah. And then, you know, he, he's had like situations with his dog where his dog gets a little out of hand. So he's 54. <laughs> 54 wow he's one year younger than joe rogan who's 55 and then i just want to check andrew santino because i think he's like 40 maybe wow bill burr's 50 can you believe these people are almost 60 years old like yeah dude they're freaking triple my age so i almost nailed it exactly andrew santino is 39 39 still a young buck He's young as heck yeah which is concerning you know like but but that's what we also talked about 
a few times about how it's like scary to like think about infertility and stuff. Yeah. And that's why through your your 20s, like you really have to focus on your health and just make sure that, you know, everything's good and just get constant checkups with the doctor. Try to, I don't know, man. Yeah, for sure. Like I haven't had a full body checkup in so long. And that's, that's one of the things alarming. that I want to do um, in February. Probably I'm going to go to the doctor, make sure that everything's good, get get blood work done. Yeah, me too. And just make sure that everything is tip top magoo because otherwise I'm going to, you know, have future problems and not so future problems like. And know, I soon. actually already have some things that are, that could be of concern <laughs> that I have to look into already. Right. So and hopefully it's nothing serious, you know. Yeah. But for anybody out there, if you guys have ever had uh, numerous cysts in your kidney or on your kidney, I don't know what my situation is, but that's just how my doctor put it. They said numerous, like she made it sound like there was freaking five to ten or more. Like, I don't even know. But I was like, how many? And she's like, numerous. So I was like, okay. Yeah, but but she also said that it may be I could have been born with it. So if you've also gotten this, like, diagnosis from a doctor, what was your outcome? Yeah. That's what I want to know because I'm a little fearful. I am going to see a, they call it a nephrologist. Nephrologist. I am going to see one. Make sure. Well, here, Gabriella, what you have is... Make sure I'm all good, but they said my kidney seems to be functioning normally. So yeah. So if you want to call in and share um, your experience with kidney cysts, yeah, that'll kidneys, actually be interesting. Kidneys are so tricky. You we know? have two kidneys, right? Yeah. <laughs> kidneys. I'm like, kidneys. That's is, what we got, right? Kidneys is the thing that I think you could function with just one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yes, you, can, you can like remove it. Because um, so just a quick personal anecdote. Uh, my dad uh donated one of his kidneys to my cousin, who was in dire need of a transplant, and he just you know like did that out of the kindness of his heart so he's a pisces yeah so he's functioning now with one kidney and he's still good and healthy and he looks healthy so that's just a quick anecdote so yes you can function with just one kidney so if your kidneys you know uh gabriella this kidney's a little good throw it out and then (laughs) it's like all right throw it out yeah but it's better to function with two than one of course of course but anyway as long as you're not an alcoholic which you're not yeah but i do need to clean up my diet a bit yeah both of us need to yeah so we actually started our fitness journey recently you know actual fitness journey or i did at least where i'm like measuring everything and and just basically got a tape measure and measured every single part of my body oh i've been measuring myself and it's eight inches and (laughs) guy yeah right no i'm kidding (laughs) you guys don't need to know i've seen a lot of girls like ask if callie has a girlfriend well guess what his penis is really small yeah i have a i I have a micro penis (laughs) just so everybody knows so all the girls out there asking that's all i have to say to you (laughs) okay back up it's all facts all true uh it also gets inverted during the winter by the way Ew. Speaking of, uh, <laughs> I didn't even know that. Speaking of measurements, I found out. Okay, first of all, Callie has a bigger butt than me. That's true, because I'm Brazilian. Because he's Brazilian. Well, 
yeah, because he's resilient. I got that Brazilian butt baby. Listen to this, guys. BBL, baby. Our legs, like our thighs, are the same size. I could not believe I was in shock. Gabriella has huge legs, but <laughs> she has like this distorted perception of herself. So, so she always like undermines her own. Oh stuff. my god! I feel like I have huge chicken legs. legs. Huge legs. It's like. Damn, I, big legs. Damn, but do do women also damn. produce more testosterone if they have more leg muscle, or is that just for men? How does that I work? read somewhere that women produce way more testosterone than we perceive them to to produce because like people usually think that women only produce estrogen which is not true they actually yeah, they produce have like a shit ton of testosterone apparently i'm gonna try to search it up but 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 obviously because like men who work out their legs are increasing their testosterone by the way so stop skipping your leg days of course uh, don't yeah. be kanye who i hit the gym all chest no, no legs, legs. Look, uh, just for your information yeah. 70% of testosterone production comes from the like lower part of your yeah. body. Yeah. 70%. So is that true for women too? Because damn, if we have the same size legs, then I must be fucking. I must be tripping. I must be testosteroned. Yeah. Testosterone stoned. I'm only going to get surprised or uh, concerned rather whenever we start the podcast. I press record and then you're like, what's up, what's guys? Up, guys? Yo, guys, my name is Gabriella. It's me, Gabriel. <laughs> uh, I also, it's Gabriella by day, Gabriel by night. Wink, no. wink. <laughs> Imagine. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? Uh, sitting across from me is Callie. Kaylee, no, you're you're going to be Kaylee. And, then, <laughs> and I'm like, hey, guys, uh, my name is Kaylee. Hi, babies. Hi, baby. <laughs> That's funny. That's actually funny. Um, all right. So, again, just, just closing off um, Kim's voicemail. Shout out to Kim once again. Thank Shout you for Kim, calling in. Not Kardashian. She's a former Jersey girl. She oh, knows yeah. What's up. Former Jersey. Jersey. If you're from Jersey, you know what it is with the gobble ghouls and the gym tan laundry. No, it's no, gym laundry tan. I don't claim that. Where GTL. from Jersey are you from, Kim? I want to know. The exact location, your North. address, social security number. Drop it in. No, don't do all that. But we're from North Jersey. I feel like there's a big difference between South and North. Yeah. I don't hate on South, but it's like... We're, it's very different. That's all I got to say. Yeah. If North you're from Jersey, North Jersey, I, I respect you. If you're from South, I don't know yet. I, still <laughs> I don't gotta, know yet. Find out. <laughs> Fuck around and find I out. I got to find out. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so moving on, but right? Kim, if you're from South, then then I I, I respect you either If you're way, from South Jersey, then I respect you cool. now. Because you sent this voicemail and I'm going to think about it. I'm in the garbage disposal business. What are you going to do about it? Huh? No, I'm from Caldwell, New Jersey. It's I have a house waste there. management. It's waste management business. I know. But I changed Wait. up the name so that they can't track me. What are you going to do? What, what does he say? Wait. Uh, they, I tried to. No, I, that's Al Pacino. I know, but Silvio, stop. Stop touching the mic because you're making stop. noise to the view to okay. the Okay, Sil, Sil, Sil from freaking Sopranos oh, yeah. does it. What does he say? They, uh, I I'm try to. Search. No, how does he say it? Wait, wait, wait. They try to. No, I try. No, I try to do that, but then they pull me back in. Pull what me is what's the guys? I don't know the phrase. I've actually never seen what what movie is it from? Godfather three. I've never seen Godfather one, two, or three. Just when I thought I was out, 
they, they pulled pull me, me back, back in. in. Yeah. <laughs> but it's funny because Silvio is kind of like loosely based off of Al Pacino's character in The Godfather 3. But it's like it, it's that coupled with a hyper animated cartoonish Italian mafioso, you know, like it's super yeah. funny. And then his like counterpart, who's like very similar, but also very different is Paulie, Paulie Walnuts. Paulie Walnuts. Oh, he passed away, right? Yeah. Aww, Shout out Paulie. to Paulie Walnuts. He always oh, reminded me of, of um, Popeye. Yeah. You know, kind of like Popeye the Sailor Man. He does remind me of Popeye. <laughs> yeah, it's like a human character caricature of Aww. the Sailor Man. He eats a lot of spinach. Uh, spinach. So you want to move on to the next voicemail? Yeah, let's go. Sorry, we we, we were chatting up. No apologies, because we're going to be doing these on a daily. No so it's apologies. What song is that? Eminem. Go to sleep, bitch. <laughs> die, motherfucker. Die. What die. the fuck? <laughs> you can't close your eyes. Go to sleep, bitch. No, Eminem is too much for me. But You've I, never heard that song? Yeah, I have, but he's it's too him. much for me now. Like it's him with. Ruff, 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 ruff. No. You know who that is? Who? Who's that? DMX. Oh, I was like Nate. See these dog? dogs in your backyard? Uh, upstairs, like, I'm going hard. I know he has a song with someone, Nate Dog. Sounds yeah, Nate like Dog. You were doing a dog impression there. Yeah, because it's DMX. <laughs> You know DMX is a dog? Yeah, DMX is a dog. I don't think dog. you knew that right now. You're like, yeah, sounds like you did a dog. That. Yeah. Yeah. Hip hop fan over here, self-proclaimed hip hop enthusiast. Uh recently I've been more chill. I've yeah. been taking it easy, by the way. What do you guys think about the uh low frequency conspiracies about, you know, hip hop? Because I saw this TikTok about a guy who said that he would listen to hip hop um religiously, just like I kind of did and kind of still do but not as much like i only listen to hip-hop while i work out but he said that he was listening to it religiously and that it kept him in this like low frequency space and then after he stopped listening to hip-hop and he started listening to more acoustic music and just more like um you know like french music and just italian music he just lifted his spirits you know and that now he just listens to like i i could i could see what he's saying but I will say that I've been listening to solely like for like 90% of the time rap and hip hop like in all throughout high school and college, mm -hmm. right? Like just rap most of the time. And I honestly didn't feel like that low frequency from it. Me neither. But looking back, I can see that I'm maybe slightly calmer <laughs> especially like driving and stuff yeah whilst listening to acoustic music ben howard same my favorite guy ever i've been listening to a lot of um bossa nova or however people bossa in english nova. Yeah, bossa nova which is a brazilian well it's not i don't know if it originated in brazil i'd like to think it did but i've been listening to a lot of that it's just very chill it just kind of brings me back to my roots it just gives me that calming energy but I do like to listen to hip hop, especially like Kanye West, Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, uh, sometimes Drake, but Drake is getting really cringy. I haven't to me. heard Drake, guys. I haven't heard Drake in <clears> like, <throat> I, I have to say it's been almost a year. Yeah. I'm not even joking. And we should start investing into vinyls again so that we can like gradually start swapping out our vinyl wall because I feel like it's still. Um, a little outdated yeah it's like very outdated the, on our the, taste the canvases too like we have to like start swapping them out like every year at least and just do like a 
transition period yeah it's time to get rid of the hotline bling dance yeah because at first like i just got it thinking it was funny you know because like it's cool and stuff and then people say that i look like drake so uh yeah so like that's why i kind of did it but to my point though is that i still listen to this day occasionally whenever i need like that aggressive inspiration i'll listen to like a kanye you know like that artistic push because his music gives me chills and I don't have a problem admitting that, you know, um, I'm a Kanye fan of Kanye art fan. I'm not Kanye I'm a Kanye fan, fan through and through. Yeah. I don't know if I can say that because I'm not really a fan of everything he says. Okay. And, like, no, for. it's not. No. If you're a fan of the artist, it doesn't mean you're, you agree with everything they That's say. That's what I just said. Right guys. Okay. But I mean, through and through like every single work of his is a masterpiece in my eyes. Yeah. Like not one miss. No one could say one album of his is bad, like remotely. Yeah. Cause I will argue on that all day. I agree. But <laughs> I like to use aggressive motivation, inspiration. And, and I think rap and hip hop is good for that. But I do think, that they promote this low frequency vibration way of life you know um kind of um demeaning women and just basically materialize uh, just basically material things and this F obsession yeah with um getting your dick sucked and like getting that bag and then getting gucci and like it's all it's very demeaning and it's creating this weird low frequency area as humans so we are spiritual beings having a human experience and so you know, like you just have to be wary of these um, inputs that try to derail you from that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, I think that's definitely specific to which artist you're right, listening to. Depends. But because the ones you've listed, like Kendrick, J. Cole, and Kanye, I don't get those vibes no, from them exactly. as much as like the little uzis and the little baby even little, you know? little, little baby no, like yeah yes, no yes. he yeah that's what i mean and then there's like the exception like of a few songs but right. that's not enough to like overrule the 90 percent of the songs that are all about getting the bag and smoking the weed and, yeah and fucking your bitch and doing <laughs> all this stuff and and also we need to swap out our our uh jay-z and beyonce uh canvas here right which yeah go <laughs> no go ahead which just backstory to it um we got it because of the whole conspiracy thing right so 
it's very fitting to to get items that basically embody what this show is about or what the main show is about if you will but that's the whole point of like making the show its own thing because like maybe this one becomes the main show and then the video format becomes not it's like not the main show anymore but who knows but my point being is that this painting depicts beyonce and jay-z um standing in front of a replacement for the mona lisa which is a basquiat painting and they are wearing like certain egyptian iconography jewelry and stuff and so like it basically embodies the whole illuminati and so that's why we chose that piece and then right next to it there's basquiat who is also perceived as being this artist who promoted satanism and and promoted the occult and he was best friends with um uh andy warhol andy warhol who was also implicated in a lot of like weird stuff but that's the whole point and then we have hotline bling which a lot of people say is drake doing a bunch of baphomet symbols throughout the whole music video which will eventually one day do a whole breakdown of that but it's also funny because it's just like humoristic how the song just popped up like became one of the greatest songs of all time in terms of numbers but 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 on an on another note right like to to say that you know we obviously well well me not so much but there are there are exceptions again but like we enjoy jay-z's music i do enjoy jay-z's you music, know what yeah. i'm trying to say but that's what i'm saying about removing the artist from the person yeah it's like if jay-z was um on the flight logs for epstein's island him and beyonce that's their personal stuff but in terms of like art and what their music kind of um does to you like i don't list like that's none of his separate. songs really talk about like oh yeah and then i drank the blood of this kid and then we sacrificed yeah, yeah. whatever and killed whatever so it's more about his like struggle growing up and he promotes a lot of like entrepreneurship empowerment stuff so that's what i get from his music and that's why i like him as a rapper so when it comes to that medium and and his talent and skill like i do tip my hat but obviously there's like the dark side of the person right. which is a completely different universe but, you know? but that's that's the point that i wanted to make if you like an artist like for those who like doja cat or or megan the stallion or jay-z or drake or whoever else and you've seen them do some sus some sus and like you <laughs> know sus. elitist uh dark occult satanic stuff like because it's obvious and it's out there and majority of artists are doing it yeah. um it doesn't mean that you can't enjoy their work but right. i just wouldn't support them as artists it doesn't mean that you that now that song that you loved is not catchy anymore because yeah. you know like you could still enjoy the song but just separate it from the person yeah because look t to me like to your point um it gets very tricky um especially if you're this person who's trying to seek the truth and and who's like a self-proclaimed truther and who's trying to like escape the matrix and stuff it gets very tricky for you to delineate and establish that difference between enjoying a piece of art which is still possible even if you have a huge tinfoil hat on it is possible for you to enjoy a piece of art even if the artist is implicated and involved in these like darker stuff like it isn't like it is possible but my point is unless there comes out like concrete proof of like jay-z had a thousand kids in his basement or some shit like that then that's when i cancel 
all of the facets of that person, of that human, both his artist side and and both his personal side. Yeah, yeah. Because like there's like no redeemable quality to that person. But there are also bodies of work that have impacted me throughout different parts of my life. So like for example, J. Cole's uh, 2014 Forest Hill Drive. Like that song has a very strong emotional connection with me as a person because I listened to it during like a very pivotal moment of my life. And then Kendrick Lamar's Mr. Morale is going to be, has been very impactful during another period of my life that that was more recent when it came out. So I'm going to look back 10 years from now and just reminisce the same way I reminisce yeah, about J. Exactly. Cole's work, you know? So so no matter what, like that, that music is a part of your life if, right. if it was a part of your life and it's impacted you in a major way, then, you know, there's no like turning that script back. You know, it uh, again, just is... only if Jake Cole no, but comes out. No, but I'm saying like even then, yeah, you're, even you're then still you going to look that. back and be like, wow, I really love that artist. Like you might even feel like, wow, it's a shame. Like you might feel hurt. People yeah, might feel like, you know, like like um what's the word i'm looking for like they were disappointed yeah just like disappointed it's like how could kanye do this you know like yeah. how could j cole do this like exactly. i could never imagine him doing that yeah I, you know what i was listening to today what i see the i see the i see the rain pouring down before my very eyes should come as no surprise I see the, I Ain't see no way to live. Got no way to go. Put away my pride. I'm tired, tired of feeling low. Do I want to die? die? I don't know. No. Uh, ain't no way to live. Got no way to go. Put away my pride. Do I? Feel... I don't know. Do I want to die? I don't know. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> powerful. Yeah. Yeah, that the song's very powerful. For whom the bell tolls, for anyone asking. Which is based on a book, by the way. Wow, I didn't know that. It's like an old school book. J. Cole is a very smart cat, man. He's very, very, very knowledgeable. He seems it. Yeah, I would love like if I he could meet one artist. Yeah, it would be J. Cole probably. It would be Kendrick for me. Okay, because, like, yeah. Kendrick. Yeah. Kendrick seems like he has like a lot of wisdom to a point where I can like if, <laughs> if you you would be like if speechless. I walked into a room <laughs> and Kendrick was meditating while while levitating off the floor, I would be like. Yeah, of course, you know, because it's Kendrick, you know, yeah. of course he could do that. So yeah. it's kind of like he just gives me that vibe. He's on another level. Literally. He's otherworldly. Yeah. Um, but anyways, let's play the next uh, voicemail. All right. So we'll do maybe just this one or maybe another one. But we'll like, feel it out. But obviously it's going to be like capped at like an hour every day so that we can make these sustainable. But then we'll get to all the voicemails. Yeah, that's cool. But, but that was a great voicemail because it gave us... 40 minutes of conversation yeah we talked a lot so shout out to kim for that you officially sponsored the conversation of this podcast <laughs> let's see who else is going to sponsor yo this is ted coming from az i just want y'all to know that i watch all podcasts like almost every day and just i got my notifications turned on and then wow. i'm just ready to stay woke man keep it going and uh i love y'all pack podcast so just wanted to say um good job and thank you for everything you guys are the best later wow oh my that's god that's crazy man so shout out to ted ted he from, from his, arizona he turned on his notification wow listening to it daily he said like that's crazy dude that's wild because a lot of the times like i just assume again i can't say this enough i just assume that what we do is 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 beyond below average 
you know because like that's how it feels as like two self-critical people and then someone yeah. is like yo like i really like you guys you guys are the best and yeah like even Jesus, thanking dude. us like for what is what oh, i think right like, for thank what? you man you're crazy that's that's wild oh i'm almost crying i'm like yeah gonna... she's super emotional but but i also tend to get emotional too because again like as self-critical people it's very odd you know like we we kind of like even question any compliment and, and any positive input towards us as people so it's like always a shock and and you know what like part of me feels like like there's a there is a part of us both where we don't feel like the people around us really acknowledge it in like in like the same way that listeners do if that makes any sense like of course people like people around us are like oh that like that's a cool thing you're doing that's a cute little hobby but but it's never like wow like you guys you know are doing this thing that's you, hard to do yeah like or or just like wow like it's you know props like hats yeah. off to you respect towards it you know like there that that is hard to come but, by but to me it just goes back to my firm belief that both of us uh grew up in a town called newark new jersey yeah and there's this um culture that that propagates within that community of just uh pure envy towards anyone who aspires to achieve anything more than everybody in that community and so it's very common for for people who grew up there to like die there because like that's just what you do when you grow up in newark and so I feel like that's why we have that feeling that like not many people give us the props and like give us our flowers or, or give us any compliments at all because of that feeling. It's it's just very competitive. And I've seen it firsthand where um, like like um, I have like cousins and like family members who would would actively compete with their friends, quote unquote, about like which car they drive. It's like who has a better car. It's like that's what people focus on. You yeah. know, like so and so has a Mercedes, so and so has a Beamer. Yeah. It's like that's the um, ethos that that propagates that world. And so to finally break out of that world and then just see strangers compliment you and and basically emphasize of like the value that you're creating, like that's super crazy to me. You know, but at the same time, it's not crazy to me. Like. I would have um, people that I know, like friends, family specifically, they would never share one episode of this podcast, mm. like like never promote it when it needed promotion, when like nobody was listening. Yeah. It was like 20, like 20 listens per episode. Nobody would help. Nobody promoted it. Nobody shared it. Nobody gave a fuck. And then now all of a sudden it's like everything changes because people only fuck with you once everybody fucks with you so mm. like once the world fucks with you that's when, when everybody find, fucks with try you try to squeeze in there yeah uh, i wanted to say like my mom plays our episodes like right. every time we release one she'll watch it all the way through right. and our youtube videos like she'll leave them playing you know mm -hmm. thanks for those extra views <laughs> yeah which 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 we've already mentioned before but like she's the number one fan i feel and and well, I mean, no, she is, but I do feel like she she obviously is like uh like uh what's the word I'm thinking of? Just like um what's the word? It's like when you're skeptical, skeptical. skeptical. Yeah. Yeah, like skeptical of like the growth of it, 
like or like, the potential of right, it, right? Like yeah. the but no, I mean like the stability of it, which right. is true because I mean we did go like months, you know, barely. We went like uh, over a year. No, yeah, but I'm saying we like made we did we were doing like months, like barely making like twenty dollars yeah. from our platforms, like yeah. for a, a while. We we went through a phase where like months on end, where we would have to try to budget whether or not we would be able to afford paying for netflix yeah because <laughs> and i would cancel this right i'm like no that's it because because we didn't know if we could afford like 15 bucks yeah and so, we went a whole year without a gym membership almost exactly and because because of that like 25 dollars a month was just ridiculous not just that but the initiation fee the yeah. um, annual dues and stuff so like yeah. we we just couldn't afford it you know and then now we're we're finally at a point in our lives where like things are you know like turning drastically i would say because i don't because i don't think it's wrong to like uh no but it feel it's like confident true, about yeah. like where your life is headed but 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 we don't share it too much with like anyone because i feel like it's important to like keep stuff concealed to ourselves and like only both of us should know but every like things are changing drastically for yeah. the better but it took like two years over over two years of like just hammering at this thing that that we just believed in and still believe in and i think it's gonna just skyrocket to like crazy heights I wanted to talk about the the whole like uh, Newark thing really quick. Yeah, I find that the, this is what's so interesting, and and I feel like everybody's town, wherever you're from, probably has like that like this thing where like what you were saying, your materialistic value is what dictates your dictates personal. dictates your worth as a person, or you know, like all these meaningless things, right? And I just want to say, I I do not own a car, okay? I'm 23. I never had my own car. Um, I don't own any brand name, nothing, YSL, Coach even, uh, like Gucci, Michael Louis Kors, I, nothing. I swear, I could swear that on my life. I don't own a single thing. Like, I don't. Like, and I, I always joke about like my college debt because I have like a little bit left to right. pay off. And I'm like, if, they, if they, no, but if they try to like seize my possessions, I'm like, what do I own? <laughs> I yeah. own nothing. You don't own anything. I literally own nothing of value that that could help you, sir. Yeah. Which, which is, by the way, <clears throat> one of the qualities that I found the most interesting when we first met because like it's very easy like as a guy for you to start dating and then most girls i'm not saying every girl is like this but like most women nowadays like they just really care about aesthetics and just uh, value perception and just how they're perceived and they have to always have the newest bags and the newest clothing and they have to go out clubbing and their they have to be seen done. happy they have to be seen enjoying their lives and so like that's a lot of the the women from like newark specifically too and so when i met you and the fact that you're just a very simple gal like really like actually really simple i swear i'm like super low maintenance like I could that be. like that was super reassuring because like that's when you know that you have like a ride or die person because like we've <laughs> been through very severe you know like 
financial situations and she stuck it out with me you know like like yeah. like that's like all we had was each other during those moments and so like that's when it really tests your relationship and tests the character of the person yeah, because you could have easily you know uh tapped out and then and then just found a, a different guy who had his shit together who had a more substantial lifestyle financial you know like everything yeah that's what i wanted to say too and i feel like that goes both ways like whenever you're slacking in a department whatever it is like whatever it is financial physical or whatever there's always that thought like oh like this person could leave me at any moment because like because that's all you're focused on is that one department that you're slacking in right mm -hmm. and and then what's interesting is that when it gets to like its worst that's when you see for sure if someone is like a hundred percent there right. or not like it like at your fattest that you're like skinniest yeah. even and you're like you're looking like a skeleton whatever it is uh, when your pocket's empty right. whatever the case is like that's when you know i feel like i f and i feel like you'll never know a thousand and ten percent until you ha like meet the worst right of it and then like experience it together and go through it to your point too um it's not only physical but also like mental too because like yeah, i've gone through oh, yeah, super low too. like mental points and like super depressed and just super moody super nihilistic and super negative at like prolonged periods of my life recently and you stuck around and like understood that to the best that you could and and just like navigated it with me instead of just you know like uh tossing me into the trash can and just saying all right i'm done i can't do this i can't be with someone like this and stuff so it's just like going through that stuff with each other and then the same could be said for your anxiety you know like you were way more anxious when 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 we first met and then you're like you're putting in the work that you need and i'm trying to put in the work that i need and then we'll gradually meet each other in the like further down the road as better people you know but yeah. we're always like walking together is my point i only didn't mention mental health because that to me is a different scenario where you literally have like very minimal control yeah and, almost and no control i was i was mostly referencing things that you have control over right, right? like money problems that you you do have control over there's always like a plan a through z that you can figure something out right well i don't know for I, not in extreme cases guys okay i'm just addressing like the the average problem financial you could always problem. take action right like you can sell old clothes like you know you there's ways like I'm not taking into account extreme cases, but that's my point. Right. Like uh, being physically unhealthy, whether too skinny or too fat, like you can work like that's a choice, you know? You could do body weight exercises anywhere. Like you could jog right. in place, you know, like you could do a bunch of stuff, jumping jacks. But but once it gets to, you know, the mental stuff, I feel like that's the only reason I didn't reference that because that should be like a given almost. Yeah. where no matter like no matter where your partner is mentally like you're there yeah you know and and that's very important to have it's it's this um support system i feel it's important well it's a given either way like it should be a given with like if your partner gained 50 pounds guys i mean i could see why some people would be like all right i'm out but like yeah. that's that's horrible and speaking of i am not ashamed that. I am not ashamed to admit that I've gained the uh, infamous 20 pound relationship 20. Yeah, 
I definitely gained that. And at, at one point recently, a little bit more than that. So I'm like finally working towards just um, measuring my, my foods again, which is what I used to do when I was at my most fit level before COVID. Um, and just measuring my food, measuring like grams and, and milligrams and just making making sure that I track everything. Guys, say what you will. I know that everyone promotes like, oh, eat your carbohydrates and stuff. Oh, it's energy. It's this and that. But but there's plenty of sources of carbohydrates that are not freaking like uh, bagels and donuts and yeah and whatever else. Like, please, please stop eating those things because I feel like every time I eat those things, like today, I I went to go see my brother and I had a pancake from the cafeteria. Ugh, and I from was a like, hospital cafeteria. Well, no, cafeteria. it was good. Like it tasted, it was like a high, an IHOP type of thing. But I was like, oh my god, what the hell did I just eat? Yeah. Like, I feel like when you're putting these like like horrible carbohydrate sources in your body, like damn, I I feel like I felt my best like on cloud nine on the days that I just ate like fruit, right? At, fruit <clears> and <throat> meat, and that's it. And and then like maybe one slice of bread or whatever the case is, but that's literally it. Yeah. That's the best days. I agree. Like, guys, you need to look into that. Seriously. Your life will change. I feel like diet is the main source of your happiness, especially like gut biome, which I've been like really trying to hop on lately. I've been drinking this um, probiotic juice. It's called Good Belly. It's not sponsored. But if they want to sponsor us and give us like a year's worth of supply, <laughs> like a whole crate of just um, cartons of, of juices, I will be very open to that. But um, great, great product. Tastes great. And I mix it in with my greens juice supplement, which I know that Gabriella isn't a fan of. But it's like a superfood greens mixing thing. So I just mix that in. And then this morning I mixed in a little bit of creatine because I'm starting to work out again. And like that's my morning shot of of health for my gut. I I just want to say like those greens things. Okay, so obviously the stance on greens is that they're full of defense chemicals. If you guys watch Carnivore MD, which I'll quote over and over again because I swear he's one of the quote unquote influencers that I highly respect because he just keeps it real like recently he did a video that because people will ask him like oh what are what are your thoughts on this right Mm -hmm. and they ask him like what are your thoughts on potatoes because if you guys know carnivore md aka paul salandino i think his name is his name is paul salandino he's italian (laughs) i don't know he lives in italian he lives in costa rica yeah what are you gonna do because because of tax of tax evasion by the way that's good. Hey, yeah. make the money and not not give it back to freaking big industries. But yeah. he got his doctorate here, like in Western medicine, mm. in like in the U.S. Yeah. Right. And so what's interesting is like he just keeps it real. And he's like, if you want to eat potatoes and he says this, he's like, I don't eat potatoes. I don't eat them because because every vegetable and potatoes and whatever they have defense chemicals so he but but instead of saying like don't eat it he just says like to grow it yourself no just like vegans do when they're like oh don't eat meat or don't eat animal products right like that's their whole thing it's like don't eat it there's no middle ground right but yeah. with him it's like he he says like this he's like if you want to eat potatoes take the skin off and cook the shit out of them yeah. and that's what he says so try to neutralize and that's the it 
and he's and he's not like promoting a a diet that's like unsustainable because for some people it's hard to give up certain things like it's hard to give up bread or whatever just go for the breads that don't have like maltodextrin and don't have like these chemicals and you'll be fine for the most part but anyways that's what i really really admire about him i'll talk about him all day long when it comes to like trust me she will i swear to god because he's like the only one that i'd like take his opinion into account and i trust it like see like i'm i'm more hesitant and more cynical in nature so i'm always going to reject information that's kind of like trying to be served to me um (laughs) be it from individual people like carnivore md be it from the government i'm gonna always be skeptical like be it from a listener of this podcast who calls and says like oh like you should do this trust me like no offense but i'm not going to trust you immediately so i i just have to do my own research but just just real quick speaking on that i just want to point this thing out that <laughs> that i read this morning is it about is, the lucky charms yeah did you oh see that oh my gosh i was just gonna bring that up you oh saw my that too? god yes i did so the oh my gosh. the white house hosted a conference that focused on nutrition health and hunger in america oh my god and one of the organizers of the event is currently dean of the tufts school of nutrition presented a newly designed food pyramid that only cost three years of time and millions of taxpayer dollars. The new wisdom they found is that Lucky Charms is healthier than steak. Oh my God. And literally in this food chart- Get the hell out of here. Which is going to be implemented um, in schools and it's going to be pushed on your children and that's what's going to be the new health, right? Is that, for example- um, uh honey nut cheerios is healthier than ground beef um lucky charms is healthier than ground beefs almond m&ms is healthier than ground beef um they put whole egg fried in butter at the very bottom and they are just constantly trying to push this like alternative to milk for example so they put unsweetened almond milk at the very top they put like normal uh, milk at the very bottom this can't be serious though right like it this is has to be a joke it is serious and i'm i'm actually the most surprised that they didn't that they didn't put insects at the very top because like that's what they're trying to push especially the world um health forum thing um they are trying to push humans eating insects so insect protein is going to be the new thing so like that's what they're trying to do is they're they're trying to strip us of our ancestral roots and they're trying to impose that oh like insects is better for the environment uh insects is this it's more you know like it's it's easier to farm it's it's whatever the fuck it is but i'm just surprised that it wasn't topping this list because that's what they want to push is like they want to take us away from our ancestral roots and install this understanding of food and nutrition health and just basically promote these agendas so like that's why i don't listen to government especially anything government led i'll always but see that's why i don't listen to anything like soup supermarkets and and look i'm quoting him again but he walked into a cvs right Mm -hmm. or or like a pharmacy like a pharmaceutical store you know like a convenience store yeah and he pointed out that all of the candy and the junk food is right at the front of the store and 
the pharmacy, which you might actually should be there for, is all the way in the back of the store. Of and then his like funny comment was like, they they promote everything in the front of the store that gets you sick, that causes disease, that gets you whatever, that'll bring you to the back of the store in of a course. few months, yeah. you know, to buy stuff to make you feel better. They sell you the, the disease and they also sell you the cure. So like that's the whole or strategy. Or not even the cure because it's like an, it's even more bullshit that you wouldn't have needed if you just you stayed away from in the first place. That's why the the American life and the American health healthcare system and, and just the health industry in general is very profitable because like that's what's been unveiled by recent um doctors just like coming out and speaking out saying that for example 90 percent of deaths at a hospital that that was told to um categorize those deaths under covid no no, yeah under covid have been revealed to be of like completely different illnesses Mm. so it's just like that propaganda to emphasize the danger of this thing in order to sell more vaccines in order to get more subsidized by the government i don't trust the government i don't care how that makes me sound i don't trust anything any agenda any nothing and so everything is sketchy everything is sketchy don't trust anyone don't eat insects that's what yeah. I'll say. Like I, stick to <laughs> grass-fed beef and just like get yourself a nice steak and chicken even. Oh, but speaking of insects though, have you ever tried eating a bug before? No, thank you. You've never? Nope. Guys, I've gone to like the Liberty Science Center. I don't know if they're real, right? Oh, the crickets. But I had the flavored crickets in like fifth grade I'm on good. a trip. No, but it was a dare, and I was a ballsy person. Like, if someone dared me to do something, I would do it. Like, that yeah. was just me. But someone was like, oh, you won't eat it. I was like, I won't, and then I ate it. Bet your ass I will. But but I will say, look, I don't think insects could be that horrible for you because the best feed for chickens that you should be eating like chickens that you eat should be eating insects and grass. Right, right, right. And not corn and soy. No, no, no. Like, so I insects don't mind can't it. be like, I mean, but it is gross. Like, please don't eat insects just for the shits and giggles. It is gross, but at the same time, it's, it's not that different from lobsters, shrimp. Like, if you compare yeah. lobster <laughs> and, and shrimps to like cockroaches and the grasshoppers. Bugs they're like they're both bottom feeders it's just that one's of land and one's of sea so it's just that we live in this society where ocean um sourced protein is more like a delicacy doable yeah mm -hmm. than land sourced um protein so i think like my whole point is that i'm just against them trying to install this as the main and most optimal source of protein yeah that's horrible because i think that that's a deliberate attempt that just derailing you from your ancestral roots and from your primal nature as a human being and so to promote that as the most like effective and efficient source of protein is just wrong in my opinion like you should always seek out if you're not vegan obviously and if you don't have any health complications that prohibit you consuming meat then you should be consuming quality meat i feel yeah yeah so like that's just my point we always end up talking about like nutrition on here. Yeah. We're, we're trying to keep you guys alive. Try to keep you guys alive. All right. And You're, with that you'll said, you'll thank us later <laughs> if you take these tips. Yeah. With that said, um, I think we're gonna call it there because it's already over an hour. 
All righty. Um, and so we'll try to just um, tackle as many voicemails as we can. We have a lot of voicemails, but if you guys want to call in, we're, we're, we're trying to do like the most recent ones first, even though that doesn't make sense. But if we go back down, like we'll have voicemails from a year ago that unfortunately we just weren't at like at a position where where we could figure out how to make use of these voicemails and now we're finally figuring out that maybe the best use of the daily podcast because of all the conversation that each one spikes yeah it's just way easier and feels way more organic in my opinion than than trying to have like set topics and like news articles like i can reference one just like i did just now that you also read and then that created a conversation about lucky charms being healthier than me yeah that's you know? horrible i don't even want to talk about that stuff right but like to my point it's yeah, like yeah. that's just more organic that's just more i don't know but comment not below the lucky charms that's yeah, not more organic. <laughs> that's not organic at all um but let us know and and, and shout out to ted and kim yeah for your voicemails you guys sponsored the the conversations of this podcast and you almost made me cry so <laughs> and one last thing that i just want to mention real quick is that i saw this recent tiktok before i forget and i almost forgot i saw this tiktok of a guy who traveled to mexico and he filmed the inside of a supermarket and he was filming the shelves on the supermarket and every single branded cereal, American cereal, like Lucky Charms and the Tony the Tiger one. I forget what that one's called. Frosted Flakes. You got to get close. Frosted Flakes. Yeah. Sorry, so yeah. so um, so like anything like that, it's it's repackaged and reimagined when it comes to its branding where it doesn't show the cartoon animal. So that way it can't be branded to children. And they put huge labels saying that this item contains excess sugar excess sodium excess like excess this and this and that so they sell you the products but they make it very clear that these products are very unhealthy and where was this in mexico wow every almost every other country hates america outside of the u.s <laughs> yeah. like has more of an idea of what they're doing right you know that there are like we've i mean we've already talked about there's foods that are banned in other countries that of course we promote like crazy like and eat freaking, like crazy yeah yeah like candy yellow five uh, yellow six yellow oreos like all these other things pretty crazy guys but i just found that really interesting and i think that mexico is ahead of the curve when it comes to that they are fully disclosing and trying to be as transparent as possible with their citizens and and with the population of the country especially when it comes to like nutrition you know because like that's the biggest biggest um derailer culprit. of health yeah culprit of of mal of malnutrition ailments diseases in america and yet you know because every other american you see is obese you know like it's like not just overweight but obese mm -hmm. which is wild you know but yeah it yeah it's pretty sad it's, it's crazy, crazy guys so with that being said, guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, don't forget to rate this show. Thank you, on, babies. On whichever uh, podcast platform you are currently listening to this on. Uh, don't forget to leave us a voicemail because now we're actually going to be tackling every single voicemail. So we haven't received any for the month of January. So if you want to be the first one, just feel free to call us. And again, the number real quick. Let me just get the number again. 201 890 let me try to remember it. 201-890-2907. Oh. Okay. okay, wait, hold on. Calm down. Calm down. I'll say 201-890-2907. So just one more time without talking over each other. 201 
890-2907. So if you want to be the first, <laughs> yeah, if you want to be the first person to call in January, feel free. Uh, we will welcome you in, with open arms and we will uh, react to your comment. Thank you so much, guys. My name is Kelly Lucerda once and more. And I'm Gabriela Lopes. And as always, I have to pee at the end of every episode. Yeah, because she has a super small bladder. And don't forget that it's never wrong to be mentally gone. Peace to the world. Peace out, guys.